Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a very special guest. She's the best-selling author of Fun and Fulfilling Careers One Question at a Time and is really a specialist in the area of time mapping. And if you don't know what time mapping is... Well, that's the topic of today. What is time mapping and how do you do it? I'm telling you, this topic is a complete game changer by none other than Heather Bennett. Heather, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, if you just kick us off and kind of tell us about your background, where you're from and you know how you, how you do what you do. Okay. Um, I'm Heather H. Bennett. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I work with entrepreneurs and executives to help them use their personal brand to reach their business and career goals. Uh, I love my work. I wrote the book is based on 20 years of working with people and helping them. And time mapping is one of the unique ways I've found to help people really, you know, bring their game to the next level. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. Now tell us about time mapping. What is what like? What is that? When, when people hear about it, they might think about like literally mapping out your time. Is it as simple as it sounds or is there a little bit more that goes into it? Yes. Yeah, so basically, um, time mapping is using a mind map organizational way of thinking to place on one page everything you do in your life that takes up your time. And I have my clients do this, and I do this for myself at least once a year, sometimes more often. And maybe we'll get to that later, like when is a good time to do this exercise? By putting everything that takes up your time, and that can be work, volunteer work, family, obligations, self-care, everything that takes up time in your life on one page, you're able to really make those strategic decisions of how to spend your time moving forward. And you know, for a person who's starting a new business or for someone who's running a business, being able to look at their entire life and figure out what part of different projects may be taking up more time than others and where you're not spending enough time, it it makes it a lot easier. So that would be, that'd be a good explanation. There's a quote that says, show me a man's calendar and I'll show you his future. Yes, And so it's crazy that you can actually look at your calendar. I can look at someone's calendar right now and tell whether they're going to be successful or not just by what's on the calendar. Right. Yes. And, so and so most people don't even realize what's what, where they're spending their time. And most people honestly just fail because they focus on the wrong things. They're doing a lot of things that aren't, you know, working towards the vision of where they want to be. So when you're walking through somebody with this time mapping and they're, they're mapping out all the different things that they do with their time, what are you finding that most people are doing with their time that they're losing it in that they don't realize it's being lost? Well, do you notice any patterns of, of, of where people are losing time that they don't realize? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, productivity obviously is a very important part of changing careers or trying to level up your career and um, understanding how to make your life more productive. So important with a lot of the people I work with, they already know what they should be spending their time on. The issue is they don't know how to find the time to do that. And they feel like what they have on their plate now, like basically what's on their calendar cannot be changed. Ah, and that's the that's real issue. True. That's so, the problem. Yes. So the strat, so at that point, understanding that it can be changed and it doesn't have to be changed tomorrow, but understanding that if you make a plan to take whatever that is that you can off of your calendar, get it off of your time map, then you'll have time for those things that you know you need to do and you should be doing in order to advance your career. So really that's like the real magic behind the exercise is allowing them to see, I don't like doing this. It's not serving me anymore. I need to get out of this obligation, but I feel trapped. Mm. So then we have to figure out how to do that. And it's, it's really life-changing when six months later, they've exited a job or a role or a part of their work that they don't like and Mm -hmm. is not serving them. And they're not doing a great, they're like, I don't want to do that anymore. And when they leave that they're, I mean, they're filled with hope, they're filled with energy and they have that ability to grow their business, to go after more opportunity. Yeah, no, that's so good. That's so good. I love that. And you said, you said something key that a lot of, especially like entrepreneurs and visionaries, like they believe that their calendar is already full and they're like, how am I going to have time to do something else? And when you're dealing with that objection, when you're working with a client, how do you help them shift uh, things that are what they would deem as super essential for them to do every day? How do you find time for them? So this is when we have some real heart to heart discussions about that may seem important in the short term. And it's almost like you're putting out a fire, but if there's a monsoon coming and a tidal wave behind that fire, what's the bigger problem? What's the bigger issue? So as dramatic as something and as important as something can seem in the moment, it's being able to see beyond that. And, and that takes work. I mean, that's, that's not an, that's not a quick fix or an easy part of it at all. Really? No. Finding out what really is meaningful to you and what's your purpose and your mission and why you're doing all of this um, is really what drives that is really getting them to come to the realization of what's truly important and what needs to become not so important. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. I I love that because sometimes you're right as a CEO, you just are looking at all the fires you have to put out all the places you have to be. Um, but what's the bigger picture, right? And and being able to create space for that. So what do you feel like is like what so when you're when you're when you're helping the change get made, right? And you're going through that time mapping process, is there is there any uh like how do you how do you help do you do you focus on delegation or do you focus on creating additional space, like them working overtime? Do you focus on helping them condense what they're doing into, into shorter time frames? Cause that, that those tasks still have to be moved somewhere. Uh, how did, how do you create the space for it? That really depends on the individual. 
Um, I'm thinking of specific examples. A delegation is an excellent way to handle it. Um, a lot of times people who are, you know, overachievers who are ambitious and driven um, tend to not have a realization of where their boundaries are in terms of how far they can push themselves. And that's okay, because I don't think we would have the innovation and advances that we've had if people knew their limitations, if they didn't try to push beyond them. However, <laughs> if you don't have the resources and the energy to succeed at what you're doing, then you're pushing yourself too far. Um, I don't ever recommend working overtime in the long term. I understand there's always going to be those projects that you need to pull those late nights. You need to push hard. And, you know, that can be a weekend or it can be two years. I mean, it really depends on the person, but really understanding where you can get things off your plate, where you can delegate, where you can move on. And a lot of times with leaders, it's understanding that by leaving a leadership position, you are opening up an opportunity for a younger person, maybe a mentee to come and fill that spot. And you're showing them the example of what a true growth in leadership career can be like. So it's hard to give up leadership sometimes, but that's also an opportunity to have someone else come along to fill it and give them the opportunity. Yeah. And it's kind of a balancing tool because especially as a CEO, it's like you have mm-hmm. opportunity costs, especially if you're a smaller business, right? It's like you then delegate that, but now you have more expenses, which means you as a CEO have to move your activities to be more productive, to cover that cost of delegation by moving your time to be more effective somewhere else. And so that part is a risk, I think, to a CEO in making those shifts because he has to make sure that his time is truly being utilized because he's now taken on more liability by bringing on more people. So that's the, that's the, I would say um, the caveat, I would say maybe to shifting and delegating, right. Is, is you have to make up for it with your time somewhere else. So do you help people find the better opportunities and help them navigate where their time is going to be best impactful? And in, in, in your experience, um, especially working with entrepreneurs, where do you find their time is most maximized? Is it being in networking meetings? Is it, um, you know, meeting with leadership? Is it recruiting and training? What do you feel are the power moves with, with CEO's time? Like, where do you want to see their time spent? For a CEO, especially an entrepreneur, you, um, this is where personal branding comes in. You are normally the face and the embodiment of that brand. And you are the number one salesperson. You always will be. And so the the best way to spend their time is to focus on revenue-driven time. And really, like if what you're doing is not directly tying back to bringing in more revenue to cover those delegation costs and to cover the cost of running the business and to cover the cost of growing the business, because that takes money too. And you're not focused on that return and investment not just of money, but of your time and, and what you're giving out, um, then you're, you're missing, I think you're missing an opportunity. So that would be one of the ways I focus, um, you know, CEOs, executives, entrepreneurs on focusing where to spend their time. And that's strategic. And that depends, I mean, it depends on the business, you know, what business you're in will depend on what that revenue center looks like. Exactly. That's so good. This is so powerful. And this could be really applied in any in any kind of profession or career or life path because it doesn't matter even if you have a job, right? It's like what are the things that you could do in your job to be noticed more, to be seen more, yeah. to you know, 
what ideas can you work on that are going to be more valuable to the company, right? And even share that in advance, like to share your boss, hey, you know, I want to be able to in- implement this. What do you think about this idea? And if we do, and I'm able to bring the results, can we revisit my salary, you know? And, um, and so those are, those are great ways to advance your career as well. So this has been very powerful, thought-provoking. Uh, Heather, this is incredible. And I can only imagine mapping out, getting a, a session with you to map things out how beneficial that could actually be because all we really have is our time and where we utilize our time determines what our future looks like. And so you're kind of almost in a way like meeting with you is kind of like meeting with the future. If you think about it, right. Because I've never thought of it that way, Adam. That's very, that's a very interesting way to think about it. I like that. Yeah. Let me use that. <laughs> you got it. Because if you think about it, if people don't meet with you, the opposite of that would basically be like they're, they could pretty much end up in the same place, not intentionally, but just because of their their habit, their habitual routines, their automated way of thinking, um, their limiting uh, thinking, the blind spots they can. Mindset, yeah. Right, Limiting exactly. mindset, so difficult to get over. Yeah, and so, so having you come in, you're like, hey, look, let's rearrange this. And then if somebody is able to get the right things on their calendar, they're able to make way more, and then it pays for itself, for the rest of their life, which is kind of crazy. So talking about investing in yourself, I think like investing in how you can value your time better would be a terrific investment. And so anybody who is thinking about uh, growing in this area, this, this podcast has spoken to you, you got value from it and you want to reach out to Heather for some time mapping. Um, we're going to tie in her LinkedIn here below. You can reach out to her there. Also, we're going to uh, attach a link to her book um, as well which will be a great resource for you too. So uh, Heather, thank you so much for being on with us and for just sharing your gifting, for sharing your insight, for inspiring us today. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Just to to be hopeful and, and to think, like you said, think about your future and be willing to work because you are worth it. You are definitely worth having, you know, having growth and improving. Absolutely. So if you want to improve your future, uh, work with Heather and uh, what is on paper is what carries out and what actually happens. And Heather will help you get that on paper. So thank you, Heather, so much for being with us. You're brilliant in what you do. Thank you for using your gifts and going after your vision and liberating other people along the way. To everyone listening, make sure you subscribe to this episode. If you got value, share it, subscribe to this channel. And also, uh, I think there's only five stars, but leave six stars if you get a chance, leave the extra star. And until next time, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.